Our long-awaited, basically a conspiracy show, where Mike and I are going to talk about the thing that's made a run in the GTOV. I think maybe twice now. The uh, UFOs are real; nobody cares. And well, uh, they released the information in like the middle of a pandemic and the George Floyd protests. Right? Don't, don't you find that just a bit odd? That, that of all times to do mm-hmm. that when they do it. I'm just saying. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm just saying the timing was interesting, to say the least. Very interesting. So, yeah, we've got these Navy guys out there with uh, their cameras on their jets that are showing these things that are really just defying physics. So what I thought and, we'd do, Mike – oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah and, yeah, and then you have the Navy coming out and, you know, the U.S. military, as, you know, we said, have a – like they – basically their line was, like, we've been studying these phenomena and we don't know what they are. Yeah. And they Which, admit that they, def- yeah. they defy – Regular physics. They de- they admit that they're doing things that they just don't know how the propulsion systems. They don't understand. Mm. They don't understand how they can go from zero to like I don't even know what the miles per hour would be, but like faster than anything they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So I I think that a fun way to do this would be to kind of rule out what they aren't before we just mm. start start trying to decide what they are. So the first question that everyone asked: Could it be the military of a, of another country, like say China or Russia? You know, they, you know, take your pick. But I, I, my answer to that is always if, if like if China had this, they'd use it. I would think. Well, well, further, I think that if China or Russia or anyone else had technology like this, uh, the United States would probably not only know about it but have a version of it themselves. Right. And uh, they don't. Um. You know, the, 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 the big hitting powers in the world, China, the United States, Russia, they all spy on each other. They, they all pretty much have an idea of what each other's doing. And, um, so yeah, I don't think this is, I don't think this is Chinese or, or Russian or anything else. Could it be American? Could it be our own military? Uh, potentially, but my, uh, my thought process goes back to, well, like, there have been cases in the past where uh, American experimental aircraft have been mistaken for UFOs. Um, right. The uh, stealth bomber, I for think, sure. is, the, is the biggest one. Yeah, and, I mean, especially when you saw, like, the big one, the way it was shaped and all that. And, oh, yeah. yeah. You would easily mistake that for a UFO. No you could even, especially, you know, prior to it being unveiled, you know, nobody had ever seen anything like that before. Right. Um. And, and I, so, so that's kind of like the big one to go to if you want to talk about uh, American aircraft that have been, um, uh, you know, mistaken for UFOs. But like back then, when people made those reports, the United States government just kind of didn't comment on them. Uh, the fact that the United States government here is actually releasing footage of <laughs> the stuff and saying we don't know what it is. I mean, I guess it could be an elaborate smokescreen to hide something that they're working on, but you've got to think if they've got some experimental tech that's, you know, top, top secret, releasing footage of it is not going to be something they want to do. Not only that, but why would they release it via their own military? Exactly. Where, yeah. So I, it's just, uh, there's, there's so many ways this could go. You don't want to just jump to immediately there from another planet because you kind of want to rule out, all right. But, you know, I know the experimental aircraft thing is certainly on the table. But here's the thing. 
as far as I know, we have not figured out how to defy the physics of what we know physics to be. Now that obviously we, maybe we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've learned something we don't, I don't know, but I, I mean, I watched, uh, Oh, one of the Navy guys, his camera showed this thing. I mean, it was like sitting dead in the air and it just, it shot up to the left of the screen I, at speeds that I, I can't even comprehend. I mean, it was just gone like that. Mm-hmm. It took like a second for it to go like a hundred miles or something. It was crazy. <laughs> And I think what's what's really telling about it is you look at the past and it almost kind of became a comedy trope the way that like most UFO sightings were reported by uh, basically <laughs> hillbillies in the middle of nowhere. Right. I was just going to say. And thing, it's yeah. like maybe not the most credible witnesses, but like when you've got, you know, officers in, in the military, you know, saying, you know, we're seeing this stuff and we don't know what it is, that – uh, that lends a bit more credibility to, I think, the proceedings. Yeah, I agree with that. There have been a lot of uh, – you get video, and, and, and it's all it, – why is it always the same people, too? That's always my question. Why – Why you never see, like, I'm a lawyer with a law firm in Manhattan, and this is what I have. No, it's it's always some guy that lives in a, in a, in a shack by himself in the hills of Tennessee or somewhere. Yeah. You know? And uh, – but, but – uh, it's, it's interesting, though, because we it, it, something's going on, and this is uh, something's out there that we don't know what it is. And when the military, either they're admitting they don't know what it is or they're doing the classic disinformation thing where they're going to go, yeah, these are real. We don't know what they are, but they really do know what they are. Then there's this question. Could this be, going back to the Roswell crash of 47, could this oh. be they finally reverse engineered it, they finally got it to work, and now they're taking it out for a spin? Could it be that simple? I mean that that is very possible. Um, Roswell is one of those really fascinating cases because um, you know if you go back into the history, uh, when Roswell first occurred, the uh, report that was given to the press was that we've uncovered a flying saucer. Yeah, that was the original line from the military, and it was then changed after the fact. Um, and you know, there, uh, I, I mean, Roswell is its own rabbit hole that you've got, that, <laughs> that, can, that you can go down, but it, it you know, the fact, and it, it is certainly possible that, you know, someone, uh, on a military base jumped a gun and said something that maybe wasn't true. All of that's possible, but I just, it, 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 the fact that the official line from the military after Roswell was, we have found a UFO uh, before that was redacted. Uh, that just gives just a little bit of doubt, doesn't it? That Well, that, that, that's the thing, though. <laughs> like, if you were going to – I've always said that the the way to do this isn't to deny it or confirm it. It's to deny it and confirm it because mm-hmm. then you don't – you never know what to believe. And I think Roswell is a perfect case of that. But uh, another – I don't know if many people remember this. But it happened. I remember it was in, I think, 1980. The Soviet news agency, TASS, put out a report on the wires. I swear to God this happened, that a UFO had landed in Moscow. And it was like, and and everybody was either got picked up by the AP, what was the UPI back then. I mean, it was all over, you know, just a little blurb. Mm -hmm. Soviet, because it was the Soviet Union, so you're going, "Eh, all right, whatever. But it was out there. And TASS had put it out. It was, I, I think you can verify that. And then it was just like the next day, like, that was a mistake. Well, that's a hell of a mistake to make. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, 
So the... I mean, my point is Roswell was not the only time that it like something got past somebody or, or didn't. And I just I just don't see the Soviet Union in that time period being jokesters going, ah, this will be funny, right? It, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't it doesn't add up. But I mean that's certainly what it could have been, but I'm not gonna rule out that it was that it happened either. I mean, it just, it was weird. I, 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 I remember reading it. I'm going, what? And then, you know, you like, you wait to see what the follow-up is and everybody's like, no, nah, it was nothing. Don't worry about it. So I don't know how you would mistake something for a UFO landing in Moscow, but they did mm-hmm. supposedly. So. Oh yeah. Um, and like there were a number of, of UFO sightings in the Soviet union as well. Like, so uh, and, and there have been all, and, th- and there have been people who have speculated why, you know, the 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 rise in UFO sightings corresponded with the start of the Cold War. Sure. Um. Uh. You know, people have. You know, there have people. There have been people who have been saying, "Oh, well, that's when a lot of experimental aircraft entered development, and people were reporting those." But then there are um, other people who have said, "Well, if they're." were spacefaring um, beings out there, uh, the development of nuclear energy on our planet would probably be the first time they'd ever decide to pay us any attention. That and when you've got, I mean, when you look at the number of sightings from back Mm -hmm. then, here and over there, and it was at the height of the Cold War where the arms race was on. We were more we could have blown up our planet and five other ones and had stuff left over at that point. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question, let's say you and I were in a spaceship and we're heading to an alien world and we see this. What do we do? Do we go, let's get the fuck out of here? Or do we? Well, do we, I, mean, I, well I mean, it depends. Like if we have, uh, you know, if we have a ship that is potentially – um, going to protect us in case things go sideways, then maybe we take a look. I, I know that us, we would be like, let's just watch this shit and see what happens. We, no, we, we, exactly. we step in. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. We'd, we'd probably, you know, uh, hunker down and, um, and see what Why? was going to happen. But, uh, fire, up, fire up the intergalactic popcorn. We're going to watch we'll see what these idiots do to each other. But so there's that. There's always that point of it, too. But mm-hmm. I, I, I guess the thing is, is that. You know, this is the closest we've ever come to where they just come right out and said, yeah. Well, they did come right out and say, yeah. They don't, they won't say it's of alien origin. But well, they, they just said don't know what it is. They just don't know what it is. And I don't know if that should scare the hell out of us or not. I mean, because it's like the, if the military doesn't know what the hell it is, then. Well, I mean, if it's if it's something beyond, I guess, what anyone on this planet is capable of, uh I don't know. Um, there's something, I guess, strangely comforting about that in that it's not some experimental Russian aircraft that's going to, like, bomb us all into oblivion or something. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, going on to something that, uh, you know, one of the topics that we're going to cover tonight, uh, it, it's kind of a nice segue into it, is that, like... Um, I don't know, like my, my, my beliefs when it comes to UFOs, when it comes to aliens, uh, I think that there has to be intelligent life out there, uh, just due to the sheer number of the, 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 the sheer right. vastness of the universe. Uh, right. 
um, it would be if we truly are the only intelligent life in the entirety of this universe then that is in and of itself a statistical anomaly that would deserve so much attention. Well, that's what I mean. You think about it, all the, I mean, just, just, just the exoplanets alone, forget all the other planets that they've mm-hmm. discovered throughout various solar systems and, and, you know, galaxies and all that. Those alone, if we're the only one that has life on it, we've defied some pretty incredible odds at that point. Yeah. Like, and, and, and so I, I, I have to believe it is a mathematic, it is a near mathematical certainty that there is intelligent life somewhere out there. And then you start getting into, well, you know, um, you know those those civilizations out there that could potentially have developed uh, technologically to the point where they could visit us, and you know that is then where it starts getting a bit more. Um, unsure, I guess. Um, is that something that's possible? Uh, it's certainly not possible by our technological standards, our understanding of the universe. Uh, but, you know, again, if you're open to the notion that uh, maybe we don't know everything, then it certainly becomes possible. But the way that I kind of view it is... I guess it ties back to religion in a way. Okay. Which is to say that uh, I am not the most uh, spiritual person in the world. I am by far not the most observant person religiously in the world. But uh, I do believe in God. uh, And uh, I don't know, I go to synagogue two to three times a year. <laughs> um, and so there's always kind of that thought in the back of my mind that, you know, that is, that takes for granted the belief that there is something beyond humanity out there. Um, well, here, that's that's a good point. Okay, that brings us to another point that, that uh, I wanted to get into is that I sent the link to this. Now, there, there, there's a lot of there's a variation of the story out there making it sound like this just happened last week, but it was actually in 2016 and 2017. NASA did indeed. Uh, they didn't hire these theologians. They they basically contact or contracted them for, for lack of a better description, a seminar where they were going to sit down and talk with 24 theo- theologians from different mm-hmm. religious backgrounds and ask them what the effect would be on each of their belief systems, not their belief systems, but their religions, if they were to find out there was, in fact, alien life in the universe. And I thought, okay, that's a very specific thing to be kind of all of a sudden, hey, let's let's wonder about this, why don't we? I mean, because that could have, but, so, I guess, you know, you're Jewish, what would it, what would it do to, the, to Judaism if we found out there were other beings out there? Would it change a thing? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it would. In terms, I mean, I I am Jewish. Uh, I'm not a theologian. Uh, well, you know but, what I'm saying. But 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 just from my own my own kind of experiences, my own beliefs, would it change much? I don't think it would. Um, uh, you know, the Bible says that God created life on this earth. It doesn't say He didn't do it elsewhere too. Right. 
Uh, um, so there's, uh, I mean, there's that. Um, I don't have a detail for him to leave out. I should have had too. <laughs> you could have thrown that in, dude. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose the biggest change that it would have, at least as far as my understanding uh, of it all, is, um, you know, the nature of God. Uh, if God created all, you know, if God created not just life on this planet, but created life elsewhere, then um, what is, you know, what what is God? What what is that God? What is it that God, um, it, you know, attempted to accomplish? Uh, are you know? Do we all represent different experiments of some higher divine being, uh, or is God just seeding life throughout the universe? Those, uh, but then uh, it's funny. I come back to um, a central tenet of Judaism, which is that ultimately God's designs and His uh, agenda are so beyond human understanding that trying to comprehend or figure them out is a fool's errand anyway. Right. So it then, so then I would say, you know, I mean, ultimately it would create, I think some very interesting discussions, but um, in terms of faith, I don't think it would change much as far as Judaism goes. That's what I mean. I, I, and I'm not a Christian by the, even by the broadest definition, to be completely honest about it. But I know enough about it to know that, and I don't know if this is in the Bible or not. I kind of tend to think it's not that, but there is the belief in, in Christianity that God created the entire universe. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if, if that's the, the position you're going to take, then guess what? If there's life out there, he had to create that too. So Point being that if you're like a Southern Baptist, this shouldn't change your view of anything. It just means there's more of you, I suppose, or more potential of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the aliens will be thrilled to know that you're going to come over and you know proselytize to them at their house. But that's you know that's for another day, another topic. But uh, I, I just I just found it very interesting that NASA, right about the time that the that the word started coming out, like, hey, we've got these. Because re- you remember this this. Uh, UFOs are a real thing, and nobody cares. This started before COVID. Yes. We, we, were, we were hearing rumbling about it right about that time frame, 2016, yes. 2017. And all of a sudden, they're bringing in all these religious people going, hey, what do you think about this? So, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really drawing a lot of lines here that, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, like the crazy guy in his room where he's like, got the twine and the tax out and all that. But – Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's just something that's not easy to overlook. It, it, I mean, it, the timing of it was interesting. It was a very specific thing for NASA to look into. That really, at the end of the day, doesn't do one thing to help with like the Orion program or their collaboration with SpaceX. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you know, you know what I mean. So I just thought it was interesting that they they decided that this was the time to maybe check this out. And I don't know, man. I the, the thing to go back to the the physics of it all, though. I, I I'm with you. I mean, if there's not life out there, that's more incredible than if there is. But you, the the problem that, as far as our physics go, is the distance. And you know, I I don't know. You know, Einstein says you can't travel faster than the speed of light because I forget what it was. Like you become all mass or something like that. I don't remember. I'm not. I, I was a liberal arts major. You're way. I'm way above my pay grade. Yeah, so am I. I you're not going to get much. Any no one listening <laughs> to this is going to get a math lecture. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll do our best. Um, yeah. 
but the travel part of it. So, you know, because we know, you know, Star Trek's got the, uh, the warp factors and, you know, Battlestar Galactica had the, uh, the faster than light drives and, you know, Star Wars has got the hyperdrive. But far as we know, according to Einstein anyway, and he's really the, the, the best expert we have on it at this point, I guess, is that stuff's not possible, you know, physically possible. Now that, there's a lot of things that we thought, you know, we, there were, you know, hundreds of years ago, we thought the earth was a heliocentric system where the, everything revolved around us. Turns out we're not even that important in our own galaxy. We're like off to the left somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're the, uh, a Staten Island to Manhattan and, and the Melchior, <laughs> basically. But, uh, so, th- but what I was thinking is like, okay, it, you know, using Einstein's theory as best I can explain it, which is not very well, I'll warn you ahead of time. But the closest star system to us is, what is it, uh, Sirius, I believe? Or is it Alpha Centauri? Alpha Centauri, I believe, Alpha yeah. Centauri is like 4.6 light years away. Okay. So, so if you could get like, say, 95% speed of light, all right, that's doable. You can do that, especially when you take relativity in, into consideration. Mm-hmm. That's a doable distance at that speed. So could it just be as simple as that? It's just these are these people that are like, hey, you know what? We won the lottery. We're going to take this this eight-year trip to see this crazy planet that you wouldn't believe if we told you about it, but we're going to go look at it anyway. That would be that would be hilarious if we're just like some little like like we're just a little sideshow for like rich yeah. aliens who just right. want to see some crazy shit. Right. <laughs> they, they tell you know we've got Florida man here on on the planets over there. It's, it's like Earthman stories. Like Earthman does this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that is always like a joke that I heard. It's like what if like. Earth is like the Alabama of the universe. Like, oh, we, you know, we absolutely have to be the Alabama of the universe. <laughs> yeah. no way we, I, I don't want to meet the planet that if we're not the Alabama, I don't want to meet the one that is. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I really don't. I can't even imagine what that must be like. I just, I would rather, rather go to uh, the planet at the end of um, of um, Don't Look Up, where they they the uh, whatever those things were, the dinosaur like things ate everybody. Spoiler yeah. alert, by the way, folks. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that's... So let's that, dumb the moonfall. Oh, Jesus. I, I We went over that movie on the, on Bass, and I, 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 I will get high and I will watch it. I promise you that. But it's I, probably I, the best way to watch it is to be high. It looks so remarkably stupid. I mean, talk about defying physics, for Pete's sake, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. They just roll the Endeavor out of a museum, and it's like full of gas and good to go. Ready, in the day. Got her all primed up and ready to go. Just got to unhook it from the ceiling here. Yeah. But no, it's, um, uh, I mean, that's possible. I mean, whenever, I mean, when you when you when, when we talk about UFOs, there is always sort of the, um, understanding that's like, well, if these are visitors from another planet, um, uh, that we have to account that they've got technology far beyond what we have, yeah. and they probably have an understanding of physics far beyond what we have. That's the thing, though. I mean, because they say, like, scientists will say the rules of physics cannot be broken. And I, I'm not, again, I was that was not my forte in any level of education, but I have to think that there was a time at some point in human history where something that we thought was, like, defied the laws of physics then doesn't today. Oh, yeah. Oh so, yeah, no, no, no. A lot of, a lot of scientific advancement has come at the expense of 
breaking down barriers that people once thought couldn't be broken. So, yeah, but what I'm saying though is like, it, I mean, I think that if you went back a thousand years and said we're going to hop on this giant rocket called the Saturn V, by the time it's on its way, it's be cranked up like twenty two thousand five hundred miles an hour. No one's going to go. That defies the laws of physics because they don't know that those are the laws of physics. I, 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 that's mm-hmm. my point. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe there's a way to do this. Well, there must be a way. We've seen it happen. The, the Navy's seen it happen. The military's seen it happen. So th- it's possible. We just don't know how to do it yet. I mean, right? I, I mean, we just don't know how to do it yet. Um, but I mean, it is something that we're going to have to uh, figure out because um, you know there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who have made very compelling cases for human, human humans to colonize uh, other planets. Uh, you know, people at NASA have been calling for it for years because so long as humanity is entirely contained on Earth, we could be wiped out by one disaster. Yeah, one good asteroid, like in uh, Look Up. Yeah, but if we're, but if we're, but if we're but if we are spread out, then it becomes far harder to exterminate the human race. But and so you you've had everyone had a lot of people from NASA. Buzz Aldrin is a big proponent of this, uh, uh, you know, colonizing Mars and whatnot. And, but the thing about it, right, is that when you break down the distances involved in space travel, the only way, the only way you are ever going to get any kind of sustained colonization attempt of another planet going is if we radically alter how we view um, physics uh, and the universe in general because the technology that we have now is just – it's too slow, for lack of a better term. Yeah, that's exactly it. For, for, um, well, yeah. Like I said, to get to Alpha Centauri, at the speed of light would take four and a half years. Yeah, That's and we're crazy. not anywhere close to that. So no, uh, to go there, like at the speeds we can travel, I, I don't even know. I've got to think like a thousand years at the. At, you know, I mean, it's it's so far. I mean, we're talking like you know, I, light years. I mean, and to those the uninitiated, that means that it takes light a year to travel that distance. It, that's a light year. So, so at the speed of the uh, fastest spacecraft ever produced. Which is the – it was a collaboration between the United States and Germany called the Helios Probe. That's the fastest spaceship ever produced. Uh, if, if, if we traveled to Alpha Centauri at the speeds that probe is capable of, it would take 18,000 years. Okay, so I, I was way off. I was – yeah. <laughs> I was being really, really optimistic at a thousand years. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> unless we radically, you know, figure out how to how to revolutionize our our view of physics in the universe, um, you know, we're not we're not doing much deep space coloni- colonization. Well, no. I mean, it takes us about four days to get to the moon. And, mm-hmm. I, and 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 astronomical distances—that's like going across the street. Yeah, you know, and it takes us four days to do that. I don't know why. If we're going twenty-two thousand miles an hour, it's two hundred fifty thousand miles away. It should take about ten and a half hours, but for some reason, it takes four days. I don't well, know. Why. I think it has to do with like gravity. Gravity, and it's—that's it, another thing too. If you point and look at it, by the time you get there, it's not there anymore. You've got to like kind of follow the trajectory of where. Of its yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 It, it, it's. 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 
space travel is hard, basically, is what we're saying. Um, <laughs> and it gets, but, but I mean, again, so, you know, if these are UFOs, then, then they have figured something out. Uh, and if these are indeed, again, going back to what you said, let's just say they uncovered something at Roswell, and this is them finally putting it all together. Uh, if that's true, if we now have access to technology approaching that level like that in of itself is huge. Right. But um, I don't know how they'd go about – how how do you go about breaking that to people? Like, <laughs> yeah. Remember that Roswell story that we told you was fake? Well, guess what? It'd, like, it'd be like an Independence Day. Oh, sir, that's not quite correct. Yeah. <laughs> not entirely accurate. But mm-hmm. – the, well, another thing too that you know with, with the the videos that we've seen from the like the Navy uh, fighters and all that, if if a person were inside that whatever it was when it took off and, and jumped from zero to the speed it went to, that person would be splattered all over the walls. I mean that's so there's there's got there's there's a way that they're if, if you know going on the assumption that that this is real, they're doing it in a way where G force doesn't play a role. Because mm-hmm. a, a human could not survive that G-force. There's no way you'd be a speck. You'd be like, like you look like a Jackson Pollock painting on the wall of the spaceship. Is what would happen if that if mm-hmm. you were that fast? So there's that too. There's there's nothing to consider with this. Is that it's not just the speeds they travel at, but they're defying G-forces in doing so. Because we we couldn't do that. We just can't. We're not physically. I mean, we might be physically capable of it. We we can't physically handle it. Our bodies aren't built to handle. The, I don't even know what the G-forces would be in something like that, but I think we're only good up to about 12. And believe me, what I saw that thing do was well more than 12, uh, 12 Gs from start to finish. It was just that no way. You couldn't survive it. So there's that too. So you've got the, the speed, the maneuverability, and somehow they're doing it without gravity playing a role in it, which is strange. It's an anti-gravity mm-hmm. thing basically, right? Yeah. So then there's the fuel. I mean, it, geez. I mean, yeah, there's a whole rabbit hole to go down here, but I'm trying my brain to knots with this shit. <laughs> but I, I guess a uh, a good you know point would be like you know the they say they don't know what any of this stuff is. They say that they've been monitoring it. Um, it's interesting that you know the Cold War kind of. Um, I guess cast such a shadow over it because I have to believe the cold war is why there's so much, there was so much secrecy around this sort of thing. Um, stuck in a, in a, in a geopolitical, I guess, dick measuring contest with, with the <laughs> Soviet union kind of meant that, you know, the United States government, at least they felt they couldn't just outright admit there's something flying above our airspace that we have no idea what it is and can't, you know, combat it. Right. But, um, I don't know. It's very, 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 it's very, very fascinating. And then, I mean, if you wanted to get into, you know, the really deep stuff, you know, there is, have they found pyramids on Mars? That kind of, that, that, that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing too. But, you know, uh, you know, to go, but I, I think the thing that and I may, I may be, I know with me this was the case, is when it all came out, and granted, we were in the middle of some pretty serious stuff when this happened, mm-hmm. but it was like they all but said, like, hey, look, this stuff is, you know, probably, we're not going to say it's alien, but it's definitely a UFO that we don't know what it is. And everybody's like, yeah, whatever. 
And that, that yeah. just bored me. I was just like, wow. And, and <laughs> of all the reactions I thought that would get, that was not any of them. And it just, it blows my mind. There's mm-hmm. another video I saw of, uh, I think it was, it was another Navy thing. It was Air Force, I believe. And it looked like a fleet of them. There was like, there were like four lines of three across that were just kind of cruising over the mountains. And the Air Force the jet was just like filming them as they went by. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do anything. Well, those clearly could have just been aircraft flying in a strange formation, but I never watched the rest of the video because I got caught up doing something else. But it, there's a lot of evidence out there that's not just, you know, the redneck in his barn with an old uh, VHS camcorder. There's some good, like that. Okay, I'm watching one right now on this uh, NBC story that they came out with just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. That thing is traveling at a speed that no human could survive. You just couldn't. Unless there was a way to take the, the gravity, take the G-force out of it. Then you could do it easily. It's, it's like, I don't know that you could fly, like, coast to coast in a rocket doing, like, 22,000 miles an hour. Maybe you could, as long as you, like, build up to the speed slowly then slow down slowly. Once you're in space, it doesn't matter because there is no G-force. There's nothing of any significance anyway that's going to, like, tear you to pieces or blow up your, your organs. So... I, just to me, the speed is what blows my mind with this thing. And I'm going you know, to bring it down here so I can get a better look at it. But it's just, uh, yeah, and then, the, like, the stuff on Mars. You know, there, there are people out there that believe there's a, a base on the dark side of the moon, except that it's not, it's not the dark side of the moon. It's the side of the moon we don't see. You know, the mm-hmm. NASA astronauts all saw it when they went around. But <laughs> they did. But, you know, the, um, oh, there was another one, too, I just saw. It was a... Uh, like some sort of sphere they found somewhere, and they're like, this is not of earthly origin. And everybody's like, yeah, it is. But who knows? You know, it, it's just, uh, it, like you said, it's a rabbit hole. But like pyramids on Mars, yeah. You know, the, uh, the, the, I think, I forget what the term is, or like your eyes will, your brain will like put into shapes things that you see, like, so it's more recognizable to you. I can't mm. it, but. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But then you get into uh, fun little factoids like this. Um, scientists have predicted that <laughs> I, oh, God, it's either, I think it's, I think it's 50 billion years ago. I might be getting this wrong. But basically, a, a long time ago, um, Venus and Mars were uh, just like Earth. Yeah, I've uh, read that, yeah. Fu- yeah, fully able to support life, had water, and that essentially, for different reasons, Venus and Mars became uninhabitable. But, you know, if you start, if you start, if you go back and you go, okay, well, it was capable of supporting life, you know, 50 billion years ago or, you know, whatever, um, and, you know, they, that, that very well could have given birth to an intelligent civilization because if it got wiped out 50 billion years ago, that's 50 billion years for that – for all outward evidence of it to completely de- degrade. Oh, and God, yeah. I mean, we'd never know. Even on a planet with, with no atmosphere to speak of like Mars, 50 billion years, that's a lot of dust building up, man, and a lot of mm. dirt and a lot of – you know, I mean they've got wind but not – that's like that in that movie, The Martian, when the uh, the windstorm comes along and wipes out his whole place. Yeah, the wind can't blow that hard on Mars. It blows at about six miles an hour at its worst. So, but that's you know again, this is like walking around in a room full of rabbit holes. It's just you can go down this one, go down that one, go down. It doesn't matter which one you want to go down. But yeah, 
it's uh it's certainly possible and you know the funny thing to me is that like they they say that and like what the hell happened to venus what did what did it do to piss people off because that place is a uh, just a nightmare it, it, like, oh, yeah. the, the atmosphere is, is so uh the gravity's so strong that like if they've they've sent probes in and they can get pictures until the thing just gets crushed by the by the gravity inside the atmosphere it's just it's a it's a hellscape and you got mars which is like yeah it kind of looks like arizona you know so. <laughs> Well, basically, from everything that we can tell, uh, Venus's atmosphere got too dense. Right. And Mars' atmosphere got too thin. Yeah, and here we are in the middle. You're right in the, right in the sweet spot. Yeah. So you, you wonder, like, you know, I mean, the universe is expanding, and then some say it expands, and then it contracts. But maybe there was a time when, you know, Earth was Venus, and then we moved out to a spot. You know, like, Mars was in our spot, and it just kind of – I don't know, man. It's just – uh Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, I, to, back to the original point, though. There is life out there somewhere. I don't know that we'll ever be able to. Well, another rabbit hole. Some of the radio signals that we've gotten, like the old wow signal that they got at my alma mater, Ohio State, where it mm-hmm. only happened once. Like, well, just because it happened once, that means it probably wasn't anything. Or look at the sky. You you know, what are you, you going to keep aiming at the same place every day? Maybe that was the one day where they were aiming in the direction that we were and it hit. And there you go. You know, mm-hmm. and with this stuff taking years and years and years to travel here at light speed, even even the radio waves are traveling at light speed. Okay, you know, the next day if they sent the signal out like five minutes apart, by the time it gets here, Earth has moved a thousand miles in either direction. Who knows? So, oh yeah, yeah. So it's just like uh, yeah, there's, there's so much stuff. It's yeah, yeah. That that is kind. Of, that is one of the the reasons why I tend to be. Uh, I don't. I don't tend to be as dismissive of the wow signal as some people are because like the way that it's been explained to me that in order to properly receive something, so many things have to line up. Right. And you know, Oh, it only happened once. It's like, well, like you said, maybe that was the one time where everything just lined up properly from our perspective and we got something. Well, and if it was a, I mean, I granted an anomaly is just that, but mm. wouldn't you think that of all these different radio towers we've got all over the the planet looking for this stuff that it would have happened again at some point? Well, then there, well, actually that is kind of a, that is an interesting question, but there is honestly a, a very compelling answer to why they haven't. Okay. Well, and that is you, you have, you, well, you just look at our own technological development. Um, we have been broadcasting in radio for what eighty years at most a hundred, probably close. Yeah, I'd say ninety, probably is fair. Yeah. All right. So, so, so for ninety years we've been broadcasting in radio, right? And already today we can see that we're moving away from that. Uh, we're doing you know more stuff. Involving um, Wi-Fi, more more things invo- involving fiber optic cables. Yeah. Um, uh, we're moving away from broadcast radio, and so maybe that in a a species, if you take a species that involve that evolves into intelligence, and you track their technological development, maybe the time frame from which radio is their primary means of broadcast is a very small window. Right. Uh, it could just be 
that most of the alien civilizations out there, you know, if they exist, have simply, you know, technologically moved beyond, you know, broadcast cable, you know, uh, radio broadcast technology. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. And well, there's another thing you've got to understand, too, with this is like, you know, we're, we're basing a lot of this on the idea that they use radio the same way we do, which they may not. Mm-hmm. I mean, radio waves are part of a, a spectrum, I believe. And boy, I mean, you talk about being way out of my element at this point, but I think that they're on, I don't want to say the light spectrum, but they're, they're, they're kind of, if physics are universal, they're, they're everywhere. But, you know, who's to say that there was a guy, a Marconi, on, you know, I don't know, Regal 7 or whatever that said, hey, I'm going to, you know, we're going to do really bad sports radio here in a few years. But, mm. but like you said, though, I mean, it, here's what it takes. To take I wonder eight. if they have their, I wonder if, like, they have their own version of, like, the Chicago Bears. Like, like is there an alien version of Andy out there who's just... No, this is why we're logically going through each like splurn ball season because his fucking team hasn't won since 1985. No, this is precisely why we're the Alabama of the universe because we do this shit. (laughs) Yeah, they've all evolved beyond this, right? They they, they show up and they go, wait a minute, what are they doing here? They line up and they run into each other every 30 seconds. Don't they understand the head trauma? It's yeah, like well, we, we just decided we didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, no, we get it. We just we don't mind it. That's the thing. But yeah, but, but, the, but back to the radio signal thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things that have to line up just to have it hit one time. And, and you know, there's that's the thing, too, that there was this guy, a scientist I watched on YouTube, and he really just blew my mind one day. He said, okay, you want to travel even at light speed in space? He goes, here are all the things you've got to calculate. Where you're starting from, what you're aiming for. Where that thing's going to be and the amount of time it takes you to travel that distance, not, you know, like like I said with the moon, you can't just look at it and go, here, we're going to go straight ahead and it'll be right there waiting for us. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Everything's moving. So it becomes this whole process of a math that is way, way above my capabilities where you've got to figure out all these different moving parts. And then, you know, so so the wow signal very well could have been that moment, like like a clock. Everything lines up for just a second, bang, there it is, and it moves on again. They may have been firing that signal, you know, at us at that time for who knows how long. And that was just the one day where it's like, wow, it worked. And, and then another sitting there going, well, what the fuck? What, why won't they get back to us? You know, mm-hmm. so who, who knows? It's a, there's a whole lot out there that that uh, is just hard to get your head around. But I, I'm with you, though. I believe there's there's a lot out there. I, and if, if I think Carl Sagan said, if it's not, it's an awful waste of space. Maybe that was, movie Con- <laughs> was that the movie Contact. I don't remember which, but maybe they quoted him in that movie. I don't remember, but uh, I, I I I haven't seen Contact in years. I need to rewatch it. It's it's a good bad movie or a bad good movie. I can't decide which. It, it's, <laughs> it's not one or the other. It's it's got aspects that are good, um, and then it's got aspects that you go like, all right, and boy, we're gonna really take a right turn here, but. Why the hell? I, this actually kind of fits what we're talking about. Where a minute ago, they they discover okay, we literally have proof that there are aliens now. All right, we've got the, the the blueprint for the ship and all that. Let's bring in the church guy with the president and mm-hmm. the chiefs and all. That's like what you know. But then again, I just saw NASA do that two years ago, so who knows? <laughs> but she ended up going to uh, oh, what was the planet Vega, I believe. Yeah, and. 
they found this way where this thing, like the ship dropped through this like vortex like thing. Well, you've seen the movie. And she did it up on Pensacola Beach. And I thought, you know, I think I'd want more than that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to show up and like, here you're on another planet. Oh, it looks just like Clearwater Beach. How about that? You know, I, I want something exotic. I don't want to just have the beach. But. Well, like, uh, someone brought up that, like, um, <laughs> you traveled all these light years. Guess what? You're in Florida. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has brought up that um, the first ever radio broadcast of a World Series um, would have been, what was it, the 1919 World Series? I don't know. Do you you think a baseball geek like me would know that, but I don't know. Yeah, like I think the first ever, uh, yeah, the first ever... Um, well, the first ever bro- radio broadcast was the uh, 1919 World Series. The first ever radio broadcast of World Series was 1919. Who was that? The Black Sox scandal? Sure was. Reds and uh, White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that they were saying that like the way that the the speed at which radio signals travel through space. Like the first potentially habitable exoplanet we've found that's closest would probably just be getting the 1919 World Series. So they'd go, hey, they've got bait. Oh, wait, they cheated theirs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So it's like, uh, so so. I hope there's a bunch of Shoeless Joe fans out there. <laughs> they're going to show up, and they're going to want to know what the fallout was <laughs> in the 1919 World Series. We, we get these, we get, from this planet, they show up, and they go, the first thing they get out, out of the ship, and the first thing they say is, like, the guy hit 356 in the series. He didn't throw shit. <laughs> we're gonna get all these guys just fine i think uh yeah, it, it's just there's so much though man it's just it's it's like like you said it's a rabbit hole it's like i don't even know where you go i mean you know we agree that there's life out there but from that point forward it's just a yeah uh, well there is also the uh great filter theory okay which is essentially that um there is some civilization out there that is essentially a a, a predator, like an, a, an apex predator species. Oh, great! And that essentially they destroy and consume any other species that gets to a certain point technologically. And this theory supposes. That that might be why we don't hear anyone, because everyone has been essentially killed, or they know better and have shut up. Well, of course, so here we are, Alabama, of the universe. Hey, here we are! <laughs> well, there's there's actually a... Uh, I, I'm not sure, Greg, if you're familiar with the concept of creepypasta. No. So, basically, it's... Um, it's basically this thing where on certain sites, people will write, you know, te- like terrifying stories okay. or stories. And then people pass them around as urban legends almost. It's kind of an exercise in modern day myth making. Okay. And there's one where um, essentially 
it uses the wow signal as a basis, basically, because after we found the wow signal, we broadcast something in that direction. Ah. And this 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 story this uh, story uh, uh, says essentially it's told from the point of view of an astronomer who happens to be on duty when they get a response, <laughs> and they get this response and they're like decoding it. And at first they're like incredibly excited, like this is world changing stuff that they are that they've like come across. And they are going. They are going through uh, this message. They're decoding it, and then when the message is done, the, it reads, "Be quiet, or they'll hear you." Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's terrifying stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, well, that was like that. Uh, those movies that were out. Um... Oh, a quiet place where the aliens show up, and they. Was it, this is something that got me. It's like okay, they're blind and they can't see, but they they can build a fucking spaceship. And yeah. You, yeah. All right. That, but anyway, but yeah, it's kind of like the same idea. But, but yeah, you know, that's the thing too. I mean, a lot of people have said that. Like, maybe we shouldn't be drawing so much attention to ourselves. We've seen what human beings are capable of right here on our own planet in our own history, and we're like going, well, well, well. I mean, well, that's the thing. Using human history as a you know, as a template, because I mean, honestly, it's the only thing that we have. It's the only yeah. point of reference that we have. Um, you look at it and you go, like, what has happened every time a technologically advanced society in human history has come across a less technologically advanced society? It hasn't worked out so well for the less technologically. Advanced. No, not <laughs> it never has. And so, you know, here we are fully admitting that if there is life capable of getting to us, they must be much more advanced than us. Why are though, you know, why is that someone that you want to invite over? Well, that's the thing too. Everybody assumes they're going to be these benevolent, wonderful beings that will show us the error of our ways, cure all of our diseases and everybody will live, you know, we'll all dance all together to utopia. What if, what if they're the space Nazis? I mean, you know, what if they're the Empire? <laughs> Come on, man. The Cylons. There's you know? a... Um, oh, man. There's a short story. I'm I'm blanking on it. But it basically uses the colonization of the Americas as uh, a template for what would happen if um, uh, aliens, like, came to Earth. And basically, they just colonize the planet and humans get, like, a reservation on Australia. <laughs> 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 all, all of my people be like, "Fuck, really again?" Again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it, or how about this? Okay, I mean, you know, we look at it as like that. You know, you, I, I put a link up about chimps, but this this is a good. I don't want to segue to the chimps, but I'm going to use this as a good example. Okay, mm-hmm. chimps are really fucking smart. I mean, I, they're really, really, really smart. They're self aware. They use tools. They do a lot of things. They show empathy. They do a lot. You know, they've they've got hierarchies, the whole bit, politics even. Not like our politics, but I mean, like the hierarchy, Alpha Champ, you know, his two buddies, and they they form um, like groups or alliances. An alliance. Yeah, they form alliances and all that stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah. If we wanted to wipe out every chimp on the planet, it would take us 15 minutes. Yeah. And they're just a little bit different than we are as far as DNA goes. 
So here's my question. What if to an alien species, they come here and they go, wow, look at the size of that school of fish down there. Can yeah. you believe this, man? And, and like, we're just food. I mean, it could, it yeah. could really just be that simple, you know? Like, we don't look at fish and go, wow, man, we probably shouldn't be messing with them. Like, let's go show these fish the error of their ways. Let's go show these fish how to do things better. We don't do that. We're like, you know, get out the grill. We're going to eat these bastards. I mean, that, that's another possibility, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, it's not – that's the scary part about it. I mean, you hope that's not the case, and you think that, well, like, if they're smart enough to build a ship that can travel, like, you know, intergalactic distance – maybe they're, you know, benevolent a little bit, but I mean, I mean, you'd think that, but I, I've always kind of found the assumption that uh, technological advancement must mean benevolence to be kind of naive, uh, but yeah, it, a little. it falls in line with how people misunderstand what evolution is. Uh, evolution is not, about um, you know becoming more enlightened. No, it's not warm and fuzzy by any definition. No, evolution. It, like like evolution to explain how humans became the dominant species on this planet. It's because we became more territorial, vicious, and brutal than everyone else. Right. And that's how we established our place on this planet. Any one, any other, you know, species that has that that is at the top of the food chain of their planet would likewise be as territorial, exploitative, and vicious that, than than we are. And uh, there's little to suggest that they would have to shed those attributes to uh, become technologically advanced enough to, you know, explore the universe. So. I, we, I don't know. We were in a hot war in Vietnam and in a cold war with the Soviet Union when we landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. But here's so, you know, another thing, like, to, to, you know, going back to using like, a historical perspective, when the Europeans left to come over to North America, now, not all of them. I mean, obviously, they didn't just all show up and go, fuck the Indians. We're going to kill every last one of them. But it got to a point where, like, well, they're not doing what we want. So we're more technologically advanced. Fuck them. And, well, we all know what happened after that. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it was either and basically they were getting I don't even know if they were really given much of a choice. Some were, some weren't, but it was either, you know, assimilate or die in some cases. In other cases, it was like, we're going to move you over here. Oh, guess what? That treaty's no good. We're going to move you over there. So the, the always this assumption that, well, when they get here, they will show us how to do everything right. Or maybe they show us like the worst aspects of, of, of a million years of evolution. Where yeah. They, they see us as a big school of fish and go, food. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's funny to me that everybody has this, this utopian idea of once the aliens get here, get here, all of our problems will be solved mm-hmm. or they could get a whole lot worse. You know, so. Oh, absolutely. Uh, which, you know, again, goes into the idea, like, is this really something, you know, should we should we be broadcasting, you know, out there trying to, uh, you know, try to try to get. Dude, it's it's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the, yeah. All the satellite signals, all the radio signals. Like, uh, we we put all we we sent all the golden discs and plaques up right. on the the Voyager probes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, not only are yeah, we're out here, and here's a map on how to come find us. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was brilliant. <laughs> you know, even even it, like it, when we follow our better angels like that, you know, like with an idea like that. 
let's be honest about it. You know, we're not benevolent. I mean, we are, we try to be, but you know, ask the Uyghurs in China how how it's, how it's going for them. Ask, yeah, you know, any I mean, ask the Jews in in, in uh, Nazi Germany how it went. You yeah, know, he, can, he can have the best of intentions or the worst, and you know, it's just it's just not as simple as it seems. So there's there's a lot of reasons why maybe we should just hide and shut our fucking mouths, but you never know. Uh, now clearly, the people unless these people that are being abducted or claim they're being abducted have been abducted. They don't seem to mean us any harm so far. Well, they do seem particularly interested in butt probes, which is concerning. <laughs> if, you know, these are accurate stories, then, uh, well, you know. They're, they're, like, they're like, this looks like it would fit in here. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, Let's see what happens here. That could be it, too. You know, I mean, it could be like they, they see us and they go, well, you know, we're like rab- or lab rats. I'm like, well, fuck, let's see what happens if we put this in here. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and, and you've got to think that you know if there are aliens abducting people, then to us, you know, to them, you know, we are a sentient species from another planet. You know, they would probably be curious scientifically about us. Well, I, I, I think I forget who said this. It was pretty good though. Somebody was talking about this, and, and I was, I know, I was watching some show years ago, and and one of the people, one of the panelists said. Why don't they just stop and, t- and explain to us what who they are and what they're trying to do? And the guy goes, why don't you go over to that cockroach in the corner and explain to it why you're here and what you're trying to do? He goes, did you ever occur to you that that's the, the difference here? Mm-hmm. That the cockroach has no idea what we're saying, why we're even here, or any of the above. You know, like me, like explaining physics to my cat. He's like, I, I don't give a fuck about this. You know, I, I, you know what I mean? So there's just a lot of, a lot of, like other things besides, okay, we've, we've reached the point where like, well, they're probably real. And that just raises like a whole shitload more questions. If you ask me just mm-hmm. way more, you know, but you know, to the physics of it all, to the, what are their intentions to, are we just, you know, are we just the, uh, the redneck Riviera and they're just here for fun to watch, which I can't blame them if they are, because there's some crazy stuff that goes on here. <laughs> Especially if you're talking like eight years back and forth. I mean, you know, like eight years ago would have been what? 20, was it 2020, 2014? Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say Trump wasn't in office yet because I would have been like, we got to get right back for this. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's just, a, it's a, who knows? It's, it's fun though. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know even where we are. We ended up on this, but you know, we've, answered, <laughs> we've, we've, we've given you all a lot of questions to consider before you decide if you want these assholes to actually meet up with us or not. You know, now granted, that's the the uh, half of basically a sports show take on the matter. So it's you know how we look at it, but yeah, it's just a, it's a fascinating topic to me. And now we've got the all but confirmation that yeah, there somebody had to be flying that thing, or maybe mm-hmm. they weren't. Maybe that's the trick. That's something. Well, yeah, and that's always a possibility. Maybe it was a an, an unmanned probe. That you could do. That could defy yeah. like that could defy the gravity and all that, and and no one would die. So, great. There's another log to put on the fire. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, I, I think we can rule out, though, that it, well, even, even the Navy said it's not of earthly origin. So I don't know how much more of a confirmation you need than that. But it's, uh, I guess, you know, now we just wait and see. But who knows? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> My brain is completely tied in knots here at this point. 
Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, uh, and then, uh, y- indeed, indeed, you can really just. <laughs> I mean, there's so many possibilities for, like, you know, maybe they've asked all these questions, maybe they've been answered, which is even scarier. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. We don't know. What, I, I was just reading one of the things that I posted. Let me get back to it here really quick. What's wrong? Uh, I'm on two computers here. Hold on a minute. Oh, I'm on the uh, Justin Trudeau is Phil Castro's son page. <laughs> we should stick to stuff we can so much more easily just go, oh, this is bullshit. But uh, oh, there, it's the uh, they're establishing a new office, uh, Washington is, that's going to, it's the, uh, what the hell do they call it again? New UFO, UFO Pentagon office divides believers. U.S. government has a comprehensively studied UFOs in decades. And the Pentagon has opened a new investigative office into unidentified aerial phenomena, as they're being called now, which is not nearly as cool as UFOs, but, you know, me being of all things retro, I'm going to stick with UFOs. But it was stuck into a uh, National Defense Authorization Act, and it's basically, you know, going to be like, I, I guess, for lack of a better comparison, Project, Project Blue Book all over again, so... Well, my going back to what we were talking about in this article, we've got one Dr. Stephen Greer, a retired doctor who he retired from medicine to pursue aliens and UFOs, <laughs> which is I'm sure his parents who paid for med school are so proud. Isn't that a pilot for a bad sci-fi series? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's got, uh, <laughs> it is, but he's, um, he's, he, he is angry at the Pentagon for doing this. Oh, of course. The, the, the UFO people are always pissed off at somebody. Come he, on. He, 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 he sees, he, as he sees it, aliens are here to help us. Oh, sure. And the military industrial complex is hyping them as a danger to prepare for, an interplanetary war and says movies like Independence Day are part of government propaganda to create fear uh, towards ETs. Okay, sure. All right. Uh-huh. So you're here to help us, huh? Mm-hmm. Sure, okay. Yeah, you will be seeing that. You'll see if you're still saying that when they make us all live on the Australian reservation. Yeah, that's the guy. Who am I going to believe? Okay, like if the the Pentagon's group comes out and says, you know, we're going to keep an eye on this. Am I believing them or am I believing Steve, the guy who used to be a doctor, and said, fuck it, I'm going to go chase UFOs? I'm going to go with the Pentagon, Steve, and I'm not the biggest fan of the government as far as that goes because my people have a history with this. But you know what? When it comes down to who's probably got better uh, intel on this, I'm going to go with the government just this one time. <laughs> well, I mean, again, uh, given our own history as a species, it – Makes sense to be very cautious about this sort of thing. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I, 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 although no, although I am curious. Yes, I was. Aren't you one of those creative writing groups? I am. Yeah, you write the fucking pilot to this show to Doctor Stephen Greer. Doctor, uh, the, the, it just it, it's going to be a sci-fi sitcom about this guy right, yeah. guy who, who gives up. Being a doctor to, to hunt aliens, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and he like every time he's a plane fly over, he gets on all of his equipment. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, no, no. I was gonna ask. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this before, but uh, it's been it's been a while, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see if your opinions have changed on the matter. Um, ancient aliens uh, from our good friends at the History Channel. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, you know, I I, I guess. The best way I can describe it is that I love watching that stuff. And there are times because I'm just not educated and I'm not an engineer. And I go, I don't know how they could do that without alien help. But, you know, I, I don't rule out anything when it comes to this kind of stuff because, A, I wasn't there. And, B, neither were the people that were talking about it. But I also understand that there are people that are smart that know how to figure these things out that I don't. So I take a... Uh, I won't rule it out, but I'm not going to buy into it either. Position. How does that sound? Oh yeah, a, no, no, I, 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 a non-committal answer. <laughs> well, no, I, I ask because uh, I ask because uh, my sister actually uh, watched Ancient Aliens for the first time. Oh boy! And her response was, "The History Channel should be ashamed of themselves." Probably. Uh, I, I think, <laughs> here's what I think. I think that like as a six-part you know, one and done miniseries, it might have, you might have been... Well, that's what it was originally, but... Yeah, walk away with a little credibility, but now it's like, uh, you know, uh, orange juice, ancient aliens, you know, ancient, what do they call themselves? Uh, Ancient astronaut theorists. Ancient astronaut theorists believe that orange juice is part of... It's like, come on, man. Well, well, I mean, mean, there's so many places to go of ancient aliens. The, the, The one thing I'll say is, like, like you, I find it entertaining. yeah. Uh, it's very entertaining, um, but it is also interesting if you look at the uh, the development of the UFO. I guess uh, the UFO tracker, the the alien believer scene, how like ancient aliens exploded in popularity and kind of took it over. Like, yeah, you know, these days, you know, you go to conventions that deal with um, aliens. And they are just, um, you know, it's it's so catered to ancient aliens because that concept has kind of taken over the whole thing when it was, you know, previously just a small part of it. Um, But I guess the reason I brought it up is because, like you, I think I found that it's kind of lost uh, a a lot of its... uh, Impact um, again. I'd say it's like a six six episode miniseries. It was pretty interesting, and uh, you know, put forward some some ideas that you know, right? Not not you know, not stuff I'm going to tell you is true, but you know, some interesting stuff. Something you know, true or otherwise. It, it just it's just fun to think about. Yeah, not, not like have you know, like I'm going to write a research paper. Think about, but just like ah, you never know. Oh yeah, yeah. And, then, and then it got to the point where the problem is when they get to like season seven, it's like what? Okay, what's left? Yeah, I mean they've basically attributed every ancient society to aliens. Like you got what? What? At what point? Um, yeah, exactly. And, and that's that's where they kind of lost me. It was like you know everything, and and, and the ancient astronaut theorists believe well. That's like saying, you know, I don't know, uh, Cleveland Browns fans believe. Well, that, that, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't, mm-hmm. First off, they probably don't believe that, but you can say that. 
you don't have to back it up with any real evidence and you, you've taken yourself right out of actual an actual hypothesis and thrown it into like well it could be yeah <laughs> well fuck that's not telling me anything you know so it's fun but i'll tell you there is there's a documentary that i watched on i believe it was amazon prime i want to say it's called like the fifth kind or something like that and it was really fun it mm-hmm. will make you think and there were some pretty like I, I don't want to call them credible because i'm not sure if they are or not they seemed credible Guys talking about like the aliens are already here and all that. If you get a chance to check it out, I wish I could think of the name of it, the, get it, the correct name. I think it's called the Fifth Kind mm. or something like that. Uh, but it, it's pretty good, and it's it's not it's a one shot deal, so you don't have to worry about them like in five years going on. Oh, by the way, the babysitter you hired back in 1988 was an alien. You know, I mean, it's not going to be anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, let me see if I can find the name of it really quick here. Oh shit! Hold on. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, Ancient Aliens just kind of it, it lost the plot, man. Is what happened. I think. Yeah, it absolutely did. Um, let me see here. Amazon. No. I gotta get a new keyboard. UFO documentary. No, I don't guess you do it. Oh, alien documentary. Was was it? Uh, no, no, these are all those stupid ones. Anyway, it's on Amazon. It's it's like if you look up like UFO things, I think it's called the Fifth Kind. It's really good. It's really well done. It's, it's professionally done. It's uh UFO documentary. Let me try that instead. There we go. No, not are they here? Oh, fuck off. Amazon. Oh, I gotta find it in movies and stuff. Hold on. Anyway, it's good. It's uh, why can't I find films on here? Weird. But yeah, it's it's a good documentary. It's worth watching. I think it's like ninety minutes. It's it's got um, oh, a guy that worked for the Defense Department or something. I can't remember. And it it's pretty solid. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Let me try this. Prime Video. There we are. Now we're talking. UFO 2021. No, just UFO and alien documentaries. That's what we need. <laughs> Boy, they got a bunch. Um, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind Contact Has Begun is the name of it. It came out in 2020. Oh, okay. Get this guy. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. May, maybe not. I just saw Dr. Stephen Greer's name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's got four stars. It's it, it's actually good. Well, I mean, I, look, I'm not saying it proves anything. I'm just saying it's an enjoyable 90 minutes to watch if you're into this sort of thing. And you'll get to see Stephen Greer in person. As Mike writes the, uh, the pilot for his new science fiction show, Dr. Steve UFO Hunter. Uh, you still there, Mike? Did I lose you? Oh, what happened? Hello, no, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. I accidentally hit the mute button on my headset. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, yeah anyway, I'm here. it's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Contact has begun, and it's actually kind. Of, it's compelling. It's fun. It's got Jeremy Piven in it too, for whatever that's worth. And, uh, What's he doing in it? It beats the shit out of me. I don't remember him even being in it. Maybe he narrates it. 
But uh, it's it's pretty good though. It's not bad. It's and they talk about that guy from uh, Area Fifty One. Oh, what was his name? I don't know. But watch it. It's it's worth taking a look at. It's it's one of the better ones you'll see. It's it's not like loony. It's not blaming everything on aliens like Ancient Aliens does. It's pretty good. So that it's worth a watch. Well, the the thing the the, the thing about Ancient Aliens that that I mean, you're right. It's overstated. It's welcome. It's desire to try to you know milk its its continued existence by saying everything is is aliens at this point is ridiculous but the 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 thing that really to me turned me off from the show was at first um in the uh you know early on in the show's history they talked about aliens as essentially flesh and blood beings like you know they're beings from another planet that came right. here in ancient times like these days, they they almost talk about super uh, aliens in like a supernatural or 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 divine sense, and it's like at this point you're not even talking about aliens; you're just basically talking about pagan deities or angels or angels. Like, like at this yeah, point, yeah, I, I didn't know yeah. that too. That it, it took on a more, I, I guess, spiritual for lack of a better term, where they weren't just dudes showing up in a ship. Yeah, now, now it was like. Beams of light. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You know. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's and it's really delved in because because it actually is interesting how a lot of the um, a lot of the ideas in ancient aliens can actually be traced back to some crazy stuff from the nineteenth century. Um, you know, just the idea of lost civilizations, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and a lot of it is uh, sadly uh, kind of tinged with you know racist undertones. <laughs> like what wasn't back then, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I mean. You know, it's just uh, well, you know, yeah, it was, and uh, it's. Uh, I'm trying to. I, I can't think of what I was trying to say, but that yeah, I just. I liked it better. I'll just put it, I'll go back to what I said before. I liked it better as a quick, okay, here's like the, the pyramids, you know, the stuff, the, the Mayan stuff, you know, a few things here and there, Easter Island, could or it could not be, let's move along. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Chariots of the Gods did back with that guy, uh, Eric Von Danigan. Eric, Eric Von Danigan, yep. Yeah, you know, kind of like that. Like, okay. Well, we, well we, he was he was involved in that show for a while, um, but – I think like, and it's kind of telling that I think there, I think the, sh- I think that the, the premise of that show has kind of run dry once they kind of exhausted everything that he wrote about. Like, yeah. they basically, like, if you want to look at, it, you can actually like say like maybe the first two seasons of Ancient Aliens are are at adaptations of his book, more or less. Yeah, exactly. And he has. Uh, and, you know, since they have completed that, since they've kind of covered everything in his book that there was to, to you know, to talk about, there really hasn't been anything left. No, they, they well, they basically, they, they took all the meat off the buffalo, and now they're left with nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess, I, I, do people still watch it? Does it still do well in the ratings? I have no idea. The only the the only TV ratings I I uh, regularly watch 
uh, sad to admit, uh, admit I track the I track the wrestling ratings. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. For like AEW versus WWE, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I have no idea if anybody's even watching Ancient Aliens. I don't know. Uh, let's, like uh, I mean, we're on the internet. Let's find out right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it could just be a time filler. That your sister's right, though. History History Channel should be ashamed of itself for a lot of reasons. Ancient Aliens not being the least of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of I. I know they used to call it. The, there was some cool stuff they did, but it's the History Channel. I don't know how. And, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy watching Pawn Stars on occasion. I like American Pickers. I don't know what exactly, other than the fact, like, oh, this is really old, and here's why it's old, and here's where it's from, which I suppose is sort of history. But well, well, the, the, so 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 American, so Pawn Stars. I'm not the biggest fan of Pawn Stars, but I can enjoy Pawn Stars. I have enjoyed Pawn Stars before. Yeah, I mean, but, I don't mind watching it on occasion. Yeah. I cannot. I tried with American Pickers, man. It 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 just did not. No, it's it's two dudes going into a shitty garage and digging through junk. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll find something cool. You know, like I they, they found like an old Harley one time. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. I wouldn't want it, but it's cool. Although, although you find out watching Pawn Stars that like the whole pawn shop thing is a scam. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, they, they don't even shoot it there. It's on a set. Um, yeah, no, no, I've been to that actual pawn store oh, in Vegas. You? It is not like it is on the show, yeah. No, no, I've heard it's a kind of a dive, actually. It is! I mean, yeah. the, it has some cool stuff, don't get me wrong, but it is uh, not how it is presented in the show. It, it is kind of a dive. But the the fun thing uh, about, I don't know, uh, Pawn Stars, which when you notice it is, it, 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 it's particularly noticeable when when they have like vintage firearms, right? Which is that uh, if you go in with a vintage handgun, if you have taken steps to restore it, oh, that's bad because you've like damaged yeah. the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he can't give you full price, but. Yeah. If you come in having not restored it, he can't give you full price because it's in bad condition. So <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a catch twenty two. They they it, 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 you know you watch and you kind of pick up on this yeah stuff and uh and about how like oh yeah you have an expert in uh you know you have an expert in everything it seems uh, you he, I was watching <laughs> I was watching an episode uh, I, I it was a YouTube clip actually it popped up in my YouTube recommendations because it was a guitar and it was a oh a Fender Stratocaster that it, it I mean I'm a guitar player I you know I know all the rock guitars and stuff and I'm, and I'm like this thing's not worth what you think it is Rick and mm-hmm. he ended up paying like $35,000 for it Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give you a thousand dollars for that guitar. But for some reason, he thought it was really exciting. So he, he he portrays himself as the expert on everything. But on that one, he got taken to the cleaners, and he doesn't even realize it. The the the, the, the one that made me kind of just give up on, um, that made me kind of give up on everything uh, involving Pawn Stars as, as any kind of like real history was. Um, some guy brought in a, a a very old musket from the War of eighteen twelve, and uh, I think the guy's son was looking at it, and he goes, "Oh yeah, the War of eighteen twelve. France really saved our ass in that one." And it's like, 
France was not involved in the War of 1812. <laughs> like, you're thinking of the American Revolution. Uh, and it's like, no, man, like, this is already tenuous being on the History Channel. Could you at least get the basic facts right? But well, I'm sorry, too, but, you know, I, I'll buy it with Rick because he's probably – read a lot he's probably one of those he's probably like a guy that's really good at trivial pursuit but can't get much past the answer yeah people, which is nothing wrong with that that's fine you know, he, he knows a, lo- a little bit about a lot of things yeah so when that son of his starts like you know spotting like well the war of 1812 it's like dude that's they wrote that down for you you i'm sorry i don't buy that he knows that shit off the top of his head i just don't then you so, get to chumley yeah, well, at least Chumley, at least, you know, like, he's dumb. And he, he's, I think he's actually smarter than he plays in the show. Not by much, but <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but I, I just, you know, some of the stuff that he buys and, you know, and the money. And like I said, that guitar was where I was just like, wow, dude, really? And it was a guitar player that I had heard of. But he's like, oh, he was one of the greatest guitarist players. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. And I'm like, I can play better than this guy. You know, but he, he was just all about this guitar, and he had to have it. He brought down his guitar expert for an example. Yeah, that's legitimately one of his guitars. And he spent oh, just a fortune on it. And I was like, no, sorry. And that's the, kind of like with you with the history. I was like, yeah, you don't know any better than that. Although, I, you know, I've watched him buy Super Bowl rings and stuff like that. And who knows? But I don't know. But anyway, we're like way off the reservation here, man. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Well, uh, in terms of, well, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to basically a sports show 2.0. Well, I mean, hey, 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 hey. The, the Pawn Stars takes place in Nevada. I mean, right. Nevada. You know what else is in Nevada? Area 51. Mm. See, we can all, folks. We can always bring it back around. That's the that's the one beauty of of, of the basically a sports show network. So, so, I, so speaking of of that, I gotta ask: Did you follow any of that? Um, you know, we're all going to storm Area 51. Oh, my God. Nonsense from years yeah, back. Yes, I, I didn't follow it, but, I, yeah, I knew of it. And it was like, what do you think is going to happen? I, honestly, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? If you storm a military base, how do you think that's going to end? Mm-hmm. You know? You're never going to get close. And, and the first the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to roll out a couple of Jeeps, point a couple of M, uh, M, M16s or M1s, whatever they use now, at you, and you're going to shit your pants, and that'll be the end of it. So stop. Just stop. You know, the, what are they going to do? They're going to like store. Okay. So they get past the fence and then what? Yeah. If they, become, if they become a real security threat to those people, it says on the signs, we are allowed to use deadly force. And guess what? They will use that deadly force upon your ass and that'll be it. So yeah. Part of me wanted to go not to that, but to just, I guess go to um, like a nice hillside and watch. <laughs> no, not even that. Like, Go to Vegas and just like enjoy, uh, you know, just an, an, enjoy an evening. Maybe you know, at you know, at, at a casino, you know, just lounge, enjoy some drinks, uh, and just watch it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, and I don't know what they thought they were going to find. I just that's a that's a fortified position there mm-hmm. that they have every strategic advantage over you. I don't care. You could get ten thousand people out there to storm that place. You're not getting anywhere. You're not. Well, well, well. My um, my little bit of uh, I guess I guess to add to this 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 whole Area 51 thing is, I don't think there's anything at Area 51 present. Well, I'm sure there's stuff there, but I don't think I don't think there are any alien. Uh, no. I don't think there are any alien. If there ever were alien 
uh, bodies or technology there. It's, I, I think it's been moved elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, if you follow, you go down the rabbit hole, everybody will tell you it's at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base right here in Dayton, Ohio. I don't believe that either. I've <laughs> also heard that it's at, uh, like, there's some base in Utah, the name escapes yeah. me, that it's... Uh, that it that 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 has been moved to, but I mean, if you, if you think about it, and you think, okay, say they really did, um, you know, find alien bodies and technology, you know, after a crash, assuming they did move it to Area Fifty One, why would it still be there? Uh, you know, it's become so well known as that that, that you know. If I were the government and I did have this whole conspiracy thing going, I would not have. You know, I'd have moved it. Well, here's the question. Mm-hmm. Did it ever occur to these geniuses that maybe Area 51 is nothing but a big distraction, a diversion? Mm-hmm. That there's like, it's, I mean, yeah, there are planes flying in and out of there and all sorts. Yeah, but maybe it's just, just a simple Air Force base. That's it. Nothing else to it. And I don't know, 100 miles away, buried in the side of a mountain somewhere is where the real shit's happening that you don't know anything about. I just... uh yeah, but the the storming of Area Fifty One would have been it would have been awful because we'd have had our military turning their guns on our own people, which would suck for a million different reasons. But you know, when the signs are telling you if you go this far, we're going to shoot you, it's kind of on you if you get shot at that point. I think so. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I well, don't know, but yeah, <laughs> they all but like I mean, like it, it all got all but got called off, like what what exactly were they planning on doing exactly? But I, I just thought that was. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Well, I th- these people, what they believe and why they believe it, 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 it fascinates me to no end. The, the well, I mean, it kind of go, it, it kind of goes, I think, to you know certain people on the internet thinking a bit too highly of themselves and what you know their influence might be. Well, the, like the one that comes to mind, and this isn't really UFO related, but my God, is it conspiracy related? Mm-hmm. The QAnon thing in Dallas. Which was mm-hmm. just a few months back. Oh yeah, there are not, not not like five idiots, you know, with their AR-15 strapped to their back. No, I'm talking like a couple hundred people showed up thinking that JFK Jr. was going to somehow, I don't know, walk out of the ocean after you know dying in a plane crash to <laughs> to somehow or another named you know reinstate Donald Trump as president. And I'm thinking, yeah, JFK Jr., who before he died noted liberal, was right. gonna, you know, son, was... Of, son of one of the most famous Democrats of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that same one of the same was going to reinstate. And for, you know, so never mind just the how absurd it is on its face. Okay, where did he? Where does he get the authority? I mean, I get it mm-hmm. he's back from the dead, so that's you know that's going to get you some going to get you some serious cachet, but not not political capital. People mm-hmm. be like, "Wow, that's impressive!" But no, you still don't get to say who's the president. Sorry. So I, it, it just it, it it boggles my mind that people believe this shit and and believe it with their like like they're all in, man. And not every single person, every single person that was there. I mean, maybe some were there just to like go, oh, "This is funny." I don't know, but you have to know that some of those people really believe that. Really, honestly, oh, believe yeah. that. Um, I mean, I heard some hilarious responses to that. One being that, like, someone said, "I wish I knew an old guy who kind of looked like JFK right. Jr. <laughs> just to like drive him by in a car. He can like stick his head out and yell Biden one, get over it." <laughs> like, <laughs> or like the other one that I liked was um, uh, it was a newspaper reporting on it, and it 
and it ended with um, J, uh, uh, JFK Jr. Uh, did not attend the event, possibly due to the plane crash in which he died like 25 years ago. Yeah, I know. Possibly due, possibly due to is what makes it art. It's like that's yeah, so possibly perfect. Due possibly due to. due to. We're not uh, saying for sure. We're just saying it's possible. Oh, and yeah. It, it, was, it was amazing to me that these people – I have I've yet to watch the, the Q documentary on HBO. I've got to get to it. But part of me doesn't want to because I don't know that I want to know any more about those people that I already know. Then part of me is like, no, know all you know about everything you can know about them so you can spot them. So I don't know where I am on that. Well, I I don't know if you want to do it now or maybe we could save this for a future Ooh, uh, one of these. Idea. But we could go into the to the reads on, on QAnon because I've got I've got a lot to say about uh, QAnon. Um, well, I, I, you can either go down the rabbit hole, or you can just go there insane, and that's thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, obviously they are, but there is. Um, I mean, there are places that there are places to go in uh, were that. They, were they the ones behind Pete? What's it? What was it called? PizzaGate. Uh, PizzaGate. Yeah, that that was them. That was them. The pizza shop that doubled as a pedophile ring is that right? Uh, uh, an alleged, uh, an alleged pedophile ring, yeah. Like, like if I, like if, if if I called up and said I want a pizza, cheese pizza with mushrooms, there was a chance they'd give me some kind of kid instead. Yeah, of yeah, okay. which, 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 which seems like a very shaky pedophile operation because that sounds like a really good way to. You know, expose everything by, yeah. and then you know yeah, someone I, wants a pizza of mushrooms, and <laughs> I go, I go to get my pizza, and it's like twelve year walks out. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, obviously, you know, uh, that's obviously a flawed, uh, perhaps a flaw in that whole thing. But like, kind of like the, the uh, uh, could possibly have been because he died in a plane crash. Flaw exactly, minor, right? Minor detail there. <laughs> no, exactly, and and. And, but like th- there is uh, there there are some interesting um, there's some interesting I guess threads to go down with 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 with, with QAnon. Um, we 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 got to do that show for sure. That uh, yeah, just because like it. I guess the best way to explain it is like it didn't like it, it it didn't come out of nowhere. I guess is a good way good way to explain it and. Because it didn't come out of nowhere, um, it is uh, a very – how do I say this? It, it, it's got an interesting history, I guess, is the best way to put it, is the best way to put it. I so would, I would imagine so. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, you know, at some point we could do the um, – we, 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 we could do the, the – the QAnon uh, deep dive. Oh, we, we've we've got to because just because I it just I've got to hear. I I don't know. I know what they are. I kind of know what they're about I, or mm-hmm. what they try to be about. I don't know much of the details though. Like I know about PizzaGate. I knew about the JFK thing, and that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge on it. I know that they believe a lot of really loony shit, mm-hmm. which, which is right up my. I I I love like trying to figure out what they're thinking, what would make them believe this? I mean, it doesn't take... How can you believe that Jay... Where's he been hiding for 20 fucking years? Uh, I mean, that's a very good question. <laughs> where's, he 
Why, you know, did he, to, to say that this is what's going on, he has to have known when he died that Trump would get elected president in 2016 and that 2020 would happen and he'd have to come back and re, I mean, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. We, we thought Stephen Greer's story was weird. You know, come on. Uh, yeah, we need to do a QAnon show. That would be hilarious, I think, because I, I am not giving them any credit for fucking anything. They're, they're, they're morons. But, but yeah, no, no, we, we, we could definitely do a QAnon show because it didn't come out of it. It just didn't come out of nowhere. And there's a lot of background that couldn't, that we can, that we could dive into. Let's let's absolutely do that on the next one of these, because that'll be fun. I would, I would love to be educated on them. I mean, because like I said, I know a little bit Mm -hmm. because I, I generally, you know, try to not get too involved in you know, insane ramblings, but it happens on occasion. Well, I mean, the, the, the funniest one is the, you know, of course, like, I think this was even a GTOV entry, right? It's like the QAnon plan that's totally happening. <laughs> right. Uh, um, and now they've, they've currently, you know, they've just flat out, they've given up on dates because I think they realize that's uh, a lost cause. But you... <laughs> You you look at you know the stuff that they are are saying now, and it's like oh you know our you know it will be fulfilled on our time to- on like on God's time, not our time, uh-huh. which is okay because God's got like a stake in mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is you people are doing exactly. Okay. Well, you know, it, well, no, 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 which, which, which could you know, which again, you know, I've got an answer to that, which would be a very interesting thing to get into about why they you know have such you know why they have such a religious bent to them and why they think that yes god has something to do with what it is they're doing so they they, these people think that god chose them the people that think jfk is going to come not jesus god's son you know if you're christian is not not him no jfk is going to come back from the dead and reinstate donald trump yeah, no, no, no. The QAnon is steeped with uh, religious really? undertones. Wow. Yeah. We, we have got, you know what? We've got our Super Bowl show coming up this week, and then we're getting, and with no baseball or anything coming up, we're going to have hockey, and that's about it. We will definitely do the show in the next couple of weeks because I, I absolutely got to hear about all this. Oh, yeah. No, QAnon is a, QAnon is a trip. Uh, when I say it didn't come out of nowhere, um, I mean, that's true, but the thing about it is that it didn't come from just one place. QAnon is sort of a an amalgamation of so much different crazy shit that's been wow. crushed together that it, it it's insane to think about. So, yeah, that'll be a very good – that'll be a very good second one of these, I think. We can talk about uh, QAnon and uh, – All right. Well, let's, we got We will plan that for sure. We got the Super Bowl, like I said, and then we're going to be desperate for programming here pretty soon. So yeah, yeah. No, speaking of which, um, uh, just perusing people in, in my life, I have to think uh, the Bengals are probably the baby faces in, in this. Yeah, probably. I've gotten uh, I've gotten a lot of people uh, pulling for the uh, pulling for the Bengals just because, like, oh, you know, they're not. Um, you know, they they came out of nowhere, and um, uh, some of my uh, some, some some friends of mine in Europe have uh, have really disparaged the Rams because they see them like trading draft picks to amass high end talent as akin to like the really big you know soccer teams over there that just buy all the big names. 
Yeah, but there, I don't. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, well, I, I, it's not perfect, and I pointed this out too, where it's like the Ram. It's not like the Rams are just you know buying the best teams because uh, no. on the salary cap you can't do that. But no. and and it's not like they're giving up like like they they are giving up draft picks which are valuable. Like 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 honestly, if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl in the next two years, they're kind of fucked. Kind of, yeah. Uh, uh, but like. But but yeah, so it's not exact. It's not an exact parallel. But I'm just saying from the from what I've seen, but from what I've been seeing, the Bengals certainly seem like the uh, the baby faces in all of this. Well, sure. I, I don't know that I don't know that the Rams are necessarily the heels, though. I mean, I get why people would think that. Um, it really, I think if the Rams hadn't made the Super Bowl what two or three years ago when they played the <laughs> Patriots in that horrifically boring game. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the Rams are like there for the first time since 2002 or whatever it was, 2001, then I think it's a little different. But the Rams have just been there. The Bengals haven't been there in what you know, 35 years, 34 years, whatever. It's yeah. Been. So yeah, but I, like I said on the show, on, on basically this work show, I'm okay with whoever wins. I mean, I'm going to root for the Bengals, but if they lose, it's not like I'm going to break my heart or anything. I mean, because I think both teams are equally deserving. Yeah, I, mean, both, uh, I, 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 I like both of these teams, and I think, uh, yeah. and I think. Uh, and I think that who whoever wins, I'll be happy with. My 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 one desire for this game is that I want it to be a good game. I don't want it to be a blowout. No, I don't either. I, I would like to see a really good, like back and forth, exciting game. That's all really I'm shooting for here, and uh, that'd mm-hmm. be great. So, but yeah, I want I, I want I want a game that even if the Rams win, Zach still has to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can pretty much count on that, unless it's like fifty-eight to ten or something. Yeah, he's gonna. Oh, he's gonna have fun. Or uh, no, uh, yeah. no, I know he's not. He's, he's gonna be miserable. Who am I kidding? We've been there. At, you know, different sports. It's 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 fun until your team is in it. Then it's fucking. All you're doing is looking at the clock, going, "Please just make this over. Let us win." I mean, it's no. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because you look. If you look back at the Super Bowl last year. Like if you look back in retrospect, you're like, oh, the the Bucks really, you know, handled the Chiefs from bell to bell. Yeah, and they did. But as a fan of the Bucks watching that game, I was on pins and needles until about midway through the fourth quarter. Well, you guys remember when when uh, the Browns played the Steelers in the playoffs last year? I mean, the Browns were that was the game was never close, and you saw me the whole game like, not over yet, not over yet, mm-hmm. not over yet. It's misery. It's fun at first. And you go, this is great. We're up like twenty eight to three or whatever. Then it's like, Fuck, yeah, we're up twenty eight to three. And yeah, so it's it's it, he'll be yeah, yeah. No, Zach, <laughs> Zach will be a, a nervous wreck, you know, unless it's just a huge, you know, Montana esque blowout. But yeah. uh, but, I think but it'll be fun. yeah, it'll be. I, I think it'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, maybe the maybe the aliens will show up. I mean, like, hey, if. Uh, <laughs> If they wanted to make themselves known, it's like the most watched sporting event in the world, right? Like you're definitely gonna get the most press coverage at this one. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck. Look, uh, I don't want to. I, I I I don't want to come off as too too white, but this half halftime show isn't really my my cup of tea. So, <laughs> um, so like I, I don't know. You know, no disrespect to Kendrick Lamar. He's a great musician. He's just not. He's just not. You know what 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 I particularly particularly you know listen to so if, if if aliens could show up and you know liven that up that would be great <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome yeah I, I i love snoop dogg but the rest of it i can do without you know so, but, <laughs> mm. but, uh, but yeah that would be a good time to show up halftime that wow what a super bowl halftime show that would be might even be better than uh the, the janet jackson justin timberlake one i mean that would be hilarious if like 
aliens did show up, and it's like, do 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 we play the rest of the game? Like, you kind of oh, have dude. to, right? This <laughs> like, the NFL. Of course, they play the rest of the game. Right? I mean, I mean yeah, COVID didn't stop them. <laughs> they, made, they made the poor Broncos play. They didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. They used some like fifth string wide receiver at QB. <laughs> Right, yeah, they're not, not aliens. No, it's gonna take more than that. You have to blow that fucking stadium off the map, and then they probably just go, "Well, we'll go over here to the Coliseum and finish up." Yeah, that's the NFL we're talking about here. They're not gonna stop for anything. So that's All true. Right. Anyway, so we will uh, wrap this up, and we are definitely gonna do a Q and on show. And man, I cannot wait. That's gonna be fun. So uh, we will. Uh, well, Mike and I will see you again on basically a sports show here coming up real soon. And uh, I hope. You yeah. Um, our, the our, next. It'll be our post Super Bowl show, yeah. right? Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed our, our deep dive into the many, many rabbit holes of UFOs here. Do 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 do